welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. stay the same. When Jesus came, all veins were washed away. Amen. When Jesus came, that life that we once knew it was no more. Amen. We have a B.C., a before Christ, and we have an A.C., an after Christ. Thank God we ain't who we was before Christ. Amen. Because when Jesus came, our lives were turned upside down. Amen. He is the way maker. He is the change. He is the difference. Amen. He is our hope. All that we need, we find in Him. In Him, we live and move and have our very being. Amen. It's when Jesus came. When Jesus came, nothing can stay the same. Amen. I don't know what somebody's facing this morning or what you're going through. I don't know what your week has been like, but I know this. If Jesus is the center, it can be a whole lot better. Amen. It doesn't matter what you face. It doesn't matter what you're going through, what sickness. As long as Jesus, when Jesus shows up, all things are made new. Amen. God is so good. Our text this morning will come from John, the second chapter. Amen. I know you've been standing for a little bit, but let me, let me share this with you here for a few minutes. Uh, come across something. I thought was kind of interesting. It's a website. Somebody was talking about that. I got a seasonal help, and he was talking about this website called the futureme.org. Amen. And what it is, people write letters now in an email. You can write an email to the future you. Amen. You can Today, you can write a letter, and it goes up for 30 years. You can send yourself an email. Some of these are are open or public. <clears throat> Amen. And some of the letters are like this. Greg, a guy named Greg, will get an email in, in 2019, and it will remind him that he was once he was once his own best friend and his worst enemy. It will tell him in case he forgot that he once dated a woman named Michelle and that he once was wished he would he, had, he would have a major, his major would be in computer science. Some write for the short term, a year or less. This is from yourself, to, so you'd better not delete it. Amen. First thing I need to know, are you still with Chris? Please say no. Please tell me you got out. Are you happy? That's the real question. Even if you're still with Chris, please say no. Please say no. Are you still fat? Are you wearing something size four or smaller now? What's up with that bachelor's degree? I think that's enough harassment from the ghost. P.S. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll learn to love me a little by the time you read this. I hope somebody does. Another letter was written by a 14-year-old girl to herself when she turns 30. It's me, you, uh, 16 years ago. Dude, how's my life? 
I attempted skateboarding. Did I ever do good? Are you a big-time lawyer or are you a big-time actress? What are you? It's weird because I'm asking all these questions, but in the end, I decide the answers. Amen? That's what's amazing. They're writing these letters, but they hold the keys to the decisions they make. Or I like this one. Dear future me, if your life is completely messed up or if you have everything you ever dreamed of, remember that you once sent a delayed email to yourself that makes you a nerd no matter what you are doing. Amen? Remember the old song, send it off in a letter to yourself? I don't know if a lot of people remember that. Hundreds and thousands of letters have been mailed through this, through this website. Some scold, some dream. Amen. But most hope. Most hope. They hope that their future selves are better than their present lives. They hope. Hope. In Christ, the hope of a better future is for sure. Amen. If your hope is in Jesus Christ, amen. In our text in John, the second chapter, verses 2, 6 through, chapter 2, verses 6 through 10, reads this. Now there were set there six water pots of all of stone, according to the manner of purification of, purification of the Jews containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew. Amen. They knew. The master of the feast called the bridegroom, and he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine, and when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. But you have kept the good wine until now. Amen. The latter was better than the former. Amen. So this morning, this may be a little different, but I'm going to make a toast. A toast to the future, you. Amen. A toast to one and to all. But a toast. A toast to the future, you. Amen. Because we may be one way today. Amen. But in Christ. Amen. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Amen. There's a new you. There's something new the Lord wants to do in you. Amen. We put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands up and ask the Lord to bless the word this morning. Lord, I love you and praise you, Lord. I come before you. Lord, asking that you touch, that you move, that you minister, Lord, that you lead and guide. Lord, that you touch each and every one of us, Lord. Impact us through your word, Jesus. Lord, let us see the world through your eyes, Lord. Lord, open us up, Lord Jesus, to be submitted and surrendered unto you, Lord Jesus. Lord, that you can do that perfect work, Jesus, that your perfect will can be done within us, Lord. Lord, help us to decrease, Lord, that you can increase, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. As you're being seated. I'm hoping I can make it through this without... <clears throat>
too much, and my eyes are messed up a little bit. I tried to cut grass yesterday while I was doing that. had all the stuff flying, and then the guy that comes and does the hay on the land, he decided to show up, and I got bombarded with all kind of stuff flying. And so it's been, been amazing. So I'm hoping my eyes work and my throat works. But God is good all the time. I'm so thankful for the Lord. But in our text, we see the first miracle. This was the Lord's very first miracle. And the occasion was a wedding. Amen. A wedding. The need was for more wine. Amen. Jesus turned the water into wine. I find it amazing, amen, that his very first miracle happened at a wedding. And we sat here in anticipation, waiting for the next great miracle, the wedding supper of the Lamb. Amen. A wedding. There's going to be a wedding coming. And we need to be prepared for that wedding. Amen. We need to keep our eyes and focused on that. I understand the world's coming as there's a lot of things that can drain us down. But I know one thing. I'm focused on that wedding. I'm focused on the bridegroom because he's coming. Amen. And I know that whatever I battle, whatever we go through here, I cannot continue to be the same person here. Amen. I got to continue to allow the Lord to transform me. Amen. I, my kryptonite is the dentist. I make no bones about it, you know. I've been having to go through the dentist here lately. But the Lord will talk to you at any time. And as I'm sitting there and I'm praying, you know, what bothers me, I guess, is, is being coming through the military and being taught and trained by a lot of Vietnam veterans and people from the past and our POWs, the way they was treated. You know, it was one of the things they'd done was, you know, they drilled their teeth. They, they, they made life painful for them. And I'm sitting there, and I'm remembering this and all this stuff, and I'm sitting down in this chair, and then they tell you to open your mouth. I'm thinking, man, hold on a minute. I had a hard time with that. I had such a hard time with it, I'm texting them, saying, man, I done run out of here four times. They just don't know it. You know, I've done high-tailed. I may physically be here, but mentally I've done checked out. All right? But as I'm sitting there, and I sit in that chair, and they start leaning you back, and there comes that bright light. The Lord says it's amazing. All I want is people to be able to submit to me as they will submit to this dentist. We'll put our trust into man before we'll put our trust in Jesus. Amen? We'll open our mouths up. We'll go, man. We'll, we'll, we'll hear a report and we'll be crushed. But Jesus says, do you trust me? Amen. I'm your hope. All that you need, you'll find in me. Amen. It ain't in man. It's in Jesus. Amen. So I think the Lord's call today is for us to be more submitted to him. Amen. We need to decrease that he can increase. Amen. But this first occasion was about wine. He turned wine, water into wine. Whether the wine was alcoholic liquor as we know it today, I can't say. I don't think it was. Everything I've studied proves that it wasn't. But it does for me a brief moment to mention the dangers of present-day liquor. Amen. Solomon said it best in Proverbs 23, verses 31 through 33. 
And I'm going to read from the message just for the wording. It says, don't judge wine by its label or its bouquet or its full-bodied flavor. Judge it rather by the hangover it leaves you with, the splitting headache, the quenchy stomach. Do you really prefer seeing double, not knowing what you did the night before, and with your speech all slurred? Amen? It's a lot of stupid things happen after a night of drinking. Amen? But see, the Bible warns us over and over again about liquor. There are 17 warnings against its abuse of alcohol. There are 19 examples of its abuse. Churches are cautioned three times not to elevate anyone who is prone to drunkenness. Amen? But the point of our text this morning is that Jesus took something ordinary and turned it into something extraordinary. Amen? Something common. Jesus took something common, amen, and transformed it into something uncommon. Amen? So, by doing so, he demonstrates once and for all that the future can be so much better than the present. Amen? For the master's touch adds value to everything. Amen? The song talks about the demonic. You know, I'd ask Amanda to, 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 to do the song, but it has a verse where it says that his friends and family pushed him off into the tombs, and he cut himself and all that. They couldn't handle it the way he was. Get out of here, man. We can't handle you. But when Jesus came, when Jesus came, at the end, what do we see? We see him dressed and in his right mind. See, it's the master's touch that adds all value, that does all things. Amen? Something that looks like it cannot be taken care of. When Jesus comes, all things are changed. You cannot get in the presence of God and not leave different. Amen? I'm not just talking about coming and checking, you know, punching the time clock. I'm about talking about coming and submitting. I'm talking about, okay, Lord, I'm here. I'm an open book. Do what with me what you need to do. Amen. And let him do that work. Let him do that transforming. I don't know about you, but I'm not satisfied where I'm at. Amen. I want to go to higher heights. I want to go to deeper depths. Amen. I don't want to be the same person. Amen. And we'll probably touch on that here in a little bit. Amen. But he demonstrates that once and for all that the future can be much better than the present life that we have. What arrests my attention today is, is the specifics of the vessels involved here. There's so much detail found in just these first few verses of Scripture. We have the number of vessels, which was six. The vessel's composition, which was stone. The vessel's contents, which was water. And he even goes as far as to tell us the capacity of those vessels. 20 to 30 gallons of water apiece. Why so much detail? Amen. The creation of the cosmos, galaxies, solar systems, quasars, and pulsars are reduced in scriptures to just five simple words. He made the stars also. All right. In scripture, he takes the galaxies, everything, the whole universe, and narrows it down to five verses. And he hung the stars also. But here we have rich details concerning the six stone water pots, each holding 20 to 30 gallons of water. Amen? I don't know about you, but that stuck out to me. Why so much detail? Six, the number of man. 
Man was created on the sixth day. Stone, man too was made from the earth. Amen. Water, 60 to 75% of the human body is comprised of water. Weight, the weight of 20 to 30 gallons of, of water is, for, is from 165 to 250 pounds. The weight of a healthy or a healthier man. Could it be that these water pots were emblematic of something Jesus was trying to tell us? When you look at each, uh, each water pot, we see the image of a mortal man. Amen. Our Lord's first miracle was not so much to show that he could turn water into wine, but that he could transform ordinary vessels into those fit for the master's touch, the master's use. Amen. He takes something common. Amen. He takes an ordinary person, an ordinary individual. Amen. And he makes them extraordinary. He makes them a vessel that can be used. Amen. Yes, this miracle is a toast to the future you this morning. Amen. People are compared to vessels in Scripture. Paul said in, in 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 that we have a treasure in earthen vessels. We can be vessels of dishonor or vessels of honor. Amen. We are commanded to possess our vessel in sanctification and in honor. Our cup can be running over. Amen. Our cup can be empty. All right. But like a vessel, it can be broken also. Amen. Jeremiah took a trip to the potter's house and watched him recreate a marred vessel. Life like a vessel can be marred. Amen. Life like a vessel can be made over again, though. Amen. Perhaps that is how you feel today, of some use but blemished. Life has gotten the best of you. You feel used and abused. Amen. But God asks you the same question Jeremiah heard that day. Can I not do with you as the potter does with this vessel? Can I not do with you what he is doing with that vessel? Do you trust me? Amen. Will you submit to me? Amen. Will you turn it over to me? Amen. I understand the last year, year and a half, or whatever has been rough. Amen. COVID's done a lot. It's done a lot not just physically, but it's done a lot mentally. Amen. But I'm telling you right now, through Christ, we can do all things. Amen. We can do all things. Amen. It may be beating us down. It may be taking a toe. I understand people are getting sick. The numbers are going up. But mentally, where are we? Spiritually, where are we? Amen. Where are we? Can, we, can, can he not do with us what this potter has done? Amen. And that's to shape us and mold us into more of his image. We may be born one way, but we can be born again a new way. Amen. So in our text, amen, we find Jesus at a wedding. Something always goes wrong at a wedding. Always. Something always goes wrong. Amen. The bride was so nervous on her wedding day that the pastor decided he would choose a verse of scripture to bring comfort to her. He meant to read 1 John 4 and 18, speaking on the perfect love that casts out all fear. Amen. But he messed up and asked the best man to read it during the wedding. But the best man turned to John 4 and 18. And instead of reading, perfect love casts out all fear, the best man read, you have five husbands and one of them you now have is not your husband. 
Amen. The shock on his face. Amen. Her ready to pass out and run and head to the door and leave him at the altar. Amen. Just because of a simple mistake. There's no such thing as a perfect wedding. Neither was there one when Jesus attended. They ran out of wine. Amen. They ran out of wine. The paradox of modern life. People's lives are so full, but they are so empty. Amen. Got a lot of people that are full of something, but their lives are so empty. They own a lot. They, 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 they have a lot of toys. They have a lot of big houses and all that. But when you reach down and you really start talking, you see the emptiness in their lives. They're busy here. They're busy there. They're racing from this, from this to that, finishing one meeting to get to the next meeting. And we wonder, is this what life is all about? It's the same routine every day, same rut. Get up, go to work, come home, cut the grass, clean the dishes, cook. You know, we find ourselves in the same routine over and over. Is this all that life's all about? Man, where's the fun? Where's this? Where's that? You know, is this really what my life is supposed to be all about? Amen. Our lives are full but they're fruitless. Amen. The fuel gauge says full, but we run on empty. Amen. Reverend Mark Morrison Reed said this, we need to fear not death, but life. Empty lives, loveless lives, lives that do not build up on the gifts that each of us have been given, lives which we never take the time to savor and appreciate. Today, just remind me that I'm dying so that I can live, savor, and love with all my heart. Amen? We're supposed to love today. Amen? It's happy hour every day that I have in Christ. Amen? This is the, I'm living my best life. Amen? It has its challenges. Amen? I get knocked down, but I get back up. Amen? I have a strength that comes from above. Amen? But it's so easy with everything that's going around us for us to get caught up in the, in, the, in, the, in the media of today, the news of today, the conversation of today. Amen. But I believe the Lord wants us to see things a little different. Amen. Instead of being negative all the time, let's be positive. Amen. Let's let that love that's shed abroad in our heart, you know, just resonate throughout. Let's let the joy of the Holy Ghost resonate from within us. Amen. Instead of them impacting us, let's impact them through the word. Let's impact them through the joy. Amen. It's all on how we look at things, our perspective. Amen. When I've got the Lord on my side, I can overcome all things. Amen. That don't mean I don't got to go through it. Amen. That's life. I got to go through it. Amen. But what is the lesson he's teaching me as I go through it? He's transforming me. He's shaping and molding me into more of his image. Amen. He's building me up where I'm weak. Amen. And I'm praying he's maintaining me where I'm strong. Amen. I want to go to heaven. Amen. I'm going to make heaven. Amen. Again, I'll say this again. I'd rather be miserable and saved than to be comfortable and lost. Amen. It doesn't matter what I got to go through here. All that matters is getting there. Amen. And in the process, impacting lives. Amen. And reaching lives. And telling that testimony. Amen. 
Is this the future you plan? Today, if you open a letter from the past you wrote to the future you, would your life measure up? Amen? Are you living the life? Is your future where it was on the day of graduation? Amen? Have you accomplished all you set out to accomplish? I lived a dream for, for, for many years. Amen? Thought was I was living a dream. But when Jesus came, my whole life turned around. I thought I was living a dream until Jesus came. Then he showed me things I never knew. Showed me a life that I could have that's much better than living for this world. Amen? We think and we hope and we look for certain things, but really we need to be reading throughout this Bible, searching him first. Amen? He makes the difference. Amen. You hope things would work out. You hope things would get better. Amen. You say things like, how did I ever get here? Is this the person you imagined yourself to be? They ran out of wine. They ran out of wine. Something as simple as wine. They just ran out. The party came to a stop. Amen. The wine vessels were empty. Amen. And But what happened? Jesus happened. Jesus happened. Can I help somebody here today? If your present doesn't match up to your hopes, just admit it. Amen. I'm out of wine. I can go no further. Come to that place of repentance. Amen. Confess. I can't do this on my own. I'm trying and I'm failing. I keep running up against the wall. I'm beating my head against the wall. I cannot go no further. Just admit it. Amen. Quit trying to handle things all on your own. Quit worrying about stuff that God had no intention for you to worry about. Quit trying to handle things that God had no intention for you to try to handle. Amen. Turn it over to Jesus. Give it to him. Let him handle it. Let him take care of it. Life will get a whole lot easier. That weight will be lifted up off of you. Amen? Let, that, that, let that, that weight of sin that so easy beset us, let it be lifted. Turn it over to Jesus. Give it to him. Amen? Quit trying to handle everything on your own. All right? Don't do that. Amen? You can help somebody through your testimony. Amen. But when Jesus showed up, amen, all things changed. We begin to have a hope of something better when Jesus comes. Philippians 1 and 6 says, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Jesus has started work in each and every one of us, and he's dead set on finishing it if we'll just continue to submit. Amen. Believe that Jesus is able. Believe that God, that the God of all hope still has power. Believe that God thinks good things are on your way. You have a promise. Amen. Good things are coming. I'm trying to encourage somebody here. I know it sounds like I'm being gloomy and dummy. I sure hope I'm not projecting that. Amen. But there's a better life that awaits you. 
Amen. When the Jesus arrives on the scene, things change for the better. Enter Jesus, exit despair. Amen. Exit despair. What did Jesus do? He shifted from the empty vessels and pointed to the six stone water pots. Forget the old way of looking at things and look to something new. Amen. You may feel like a student archaeologist who found their career in ruins. Amen. I'm sorry about that. You know, that's their whole life. Amen. I read a little article this, after, uh, this week, basically, that there's archaeologists in, in Jerusalem that are finding things that continue to prove that the Bible is real. Amen. Thank God for archaeologists. Or how about this? How about your life may feel like a frog who went to a fortune teller. The fortune teller gazed into the crystal ball and said, you're going to meet a beautiful young woman. From the moment she sets eyes on you, she will have an irresistible desire to know all about you. She will be compelled to get close to you. There will not be one inch or anything in your life that she will not be fascinated with. The frog was ecstatic, leaped for joy. He says, man, where will I meet this girl? Fortune teller said, biology class. <laughs> Amen. Biology class. I see a change is coming your way, and the change is for the better. I preach today not to impress you, but to impact you. Regardless of your disappointments, a future appointment is coming, and it's with Jesus Christ. In spite of your failures and mishap, good things are on its way. Amen. Quit rummaging through the empty vessels of yesterday. Fling open your soul's windows and say yes. Yes to the Lord. Say yes to my change. My change is coming. Shelve your cares and say goodbye. Bury your problems and say there's no worries about this anymore. Amen. I'm trusting Jesus. I'm casting all my cares on Him. Fill your life with His Word. Fill your life with His promise. Amen. Fill your life with His goodness and get ready. Get ready. The miraculous is on its way. Amen. Bartimaeus went to, went, when you hear Jesus is moving, cry out. Samaritan woman, get to moving. He visits at the well for you. Tear the roof off, men. He's here. He's here. A new day has come. Amen. It's old days are passed away. New days are here. Jesus is here. When Jesus comes, all things change. The tempter's power is broken. Amen. I refuse to talk to the old you. I refuse to talk to the old life with the miseries and frustrations. I speak to the new you. He's here. He's here. Amen. The future you. I speak to the... Speak not to the failures that you have been. I call forth the champion that lies within you. Amen. There's a right. Call, call on Jesus. Jesus who is within you. Let God arise and let your enemies be scattered. Amen. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. All that we need we find in Jesus. Amen. Lift up your eyes until the help Heals to where your help cometh, amen. Your help and your hope, all that you find is in Jesus. I speak to the hero in the making. I speak to the good wife. I speak to a good husband in the making. I speak to the soul winner who will be a mighty use of God. I'm shouting to the person who wishes to come out and be seen. Who is ready to be changed, amen. Who is ready to accept this change? 
Touch me, Lord. I shall be new. Touch me, Lord. Reach me, Lord. Build me up where I'm weak. Maintain me where I'm new, where I'm strong, Lord. Take me to higher heights. Take me to deeper depths. It does not matter. He is in this place. When Jesus comes, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Corey Tim Boom said it this way. Never be afraid to trust an unknown, an unknown future to a known God. God knows all things. He sits on the throne. Amen. His view is a lot better than our view. Amen. We just have to go through what we have to go through. Holding to his unchanging hand. Amen. Knowing that he is that way maker, that he's parting that sea and you're walking across on dry land. Amen. Trust him. Trust him through the trials. Learn what he has for you. Amen. It's a teaching moment. Let him be taught. Be shaped and formed. Amen. Our Bible says that after Jesus had the servants fill the six stone water pots with water, he commanded them to give some to the governor of the feast. Draw it out. Let everyone see it. Let everyone see it. Be emptied from vessel to vessel. And the results... The miraculous was seen by all. Amen. It's amazing the life that we once lived before Christ. It's our BC days. Then you come across somebody you hadn't seen in all these years and you're thinking, man, what in the cat hair happened to you? Jesus happened to me. My life is not the same. Amen. And people will notice it. People will see it. See, the change will be noticed by all. Hear me today. Your life is getting better. Amen. Your future grows brighter. And all will see it. Your neighbors will see it. Your family will see it. Your friends will see it. And so will your enemies. Amen. A man from the back mountains of Tennessee found himself one day in a large city for the first time standing outside of an elevator. He watched an old haggard woman hobble on and the doors closed. Amen. A few minutes later, the doors opened and a young, attractive woman marched smartly off. And the father hollered to the youngest son, Billy, get mom. Amen. He had thought he had seen the miraculous. He'd seen something go in one way and then something come off. And all he knew is he'd, what he had seen and that he wanted that change. Amen. That's our life with Christ. We come to him one way and we walk out another. Amen. The transformed. We are transformed. It is the best. The best wine lasts. I don't hold a theory of evolution, but I do hold the fact of transformation. What God touches, he transforms. Amen. You cannot enter into the presence of God and leave the same way. Amen. You can't do it. You cannot do it. Amen. All will see it. The Gadarenes saw it and were amazed. The former demonic clothed and in his right mind. Amen. What a testimony. Amen. The course of that song is when Jesus came. Amen. The tempter's powers are broken. And the tempter, the enemy, has no power and authority over you. Amen. 
He has no power. When Jesus comes on the scene, all veins flee. We say his name and they tremble. Amen? It's about having a life with Jesus Christ. Amen? The priests saw it and were amazed. The ten lepers healed because Jesus spoke the word. Unclean, unclean. Amen? But when Jesus came, they was renewed. They were transformed. The one came back and Jesus said, you've been made whole. So every limb, everything that was there was put back in place. When Jesus came. When Jesus came. Amen. A toast. A toast to the future you. Amen. Everyone will see what God does in your life. Amen. Everyone will see. The question is, are we willing to let the Lord do what he wants to do? Can I not do what this potter has done to this clay? If you'll stand with me, we'll close. Jesus is into the transforming business. Amen. He's into the transforming business. I understand it's been hard a couple years. I understand that I'm so thankful I done checked out on the news. Amen. Got enough negativism. Amen. But with Jesus, all things are positive. Amen. Even when he's working on me and he's breaking me down and emptying me out, that's a positive thing. Because that, that new wine can't be mixed with that old wine. Amen. Can't happen. That's why we have to walk in the Spirit. I get frustrated sometimes when I, I look at life and you hear, I hear the statement a lot about, well, don't judge me. You know, I'm still a working. The Lord's still working on me. He is. All right? But what bothers me about that statement is when people take the time out to be a little carnal and know it. When they take time out to be a little ghetto and know it. It's not a, it's not a compromise. It's not a justification. Amen? Submit yourself wholly unto the Lord. Amen? Let him do that work. Quit making excuses. I'm talking to myself. Quit making excuses and do what the Lord wants to do. Amen? Did you notice that when Jesus turned the water into wine, it is the emblem of blood. Perhaps that is the key to a transformed life. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's, there's power in the blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Amen. Jesus sees the future you. He knows who and what you can be. He knows the future you are looking for. Hope is alive. That hope is Jesus Christ. Let hope live in your hearts. Claire Booth Lucy said this, There are no hopeless situations. There are only people who have grown hopeless about them. Amen? But there's no situation 
that God cannot see you through. Amen. We got to pray and plead the blood upon every situation. Pray and plead the blood upon our house. Pray and plead the blood upon us, upon our children, our husbands, our wives, our families, everything. Plead that blood. Cover it with the blood. Please do not give up. Let your letter not, let it, your letter is not over yet. Amen. This book of Acts church is still being written. Amen. Your life story is still being written. Amen. It's not over yet. Don't give up on it. Regardless of what you wrote yesterday, you can write again today. Send a letter to your future self. Send a massive, a missive of hope and promise. I was just an ordinary person filled with ordinary concerns, but Jesus found me. Amen. Jesus is in this place this morning. Amen. There's needs here today. There's situations here today. Amen. But only Jesus can ride the ship. Amen. Jesus is that way maker. He's the difference maker. He's the transformer. Amen. As they play something soft, I'm going to open up these altars if you want to come and pray. Amen. And ask the Lord to continue to do this work in you. Can I not do what this potter has done to this clay? Is the question. Are we continuing to continue to submit and let the Lord do the work within us? Lord, we love you and we praise you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you touch and that you move and that you minister, Lord. Lord, to each and every need here, Lord Jesus, you know the hearts and the cry and the hunger of each and every child. We just pray, Lord, that you just touch and move and minister in a mighty way, Lord. Continue this work, Lord, that you've started within us. Just ask, Lord, that you continue to see it to the end, Lord, as we submit ourselves to you. Create in us a clean heart, Lord. Renew a right spirit within us. Build us up where we're weak, Lord. Maintain us where we're strong. Filter the things we hear, the things we see, the things we come in contact with. Yes, Lord. Let us not be influenced by this world, Lord, but through the Holy Ghost to have an influence upon this world. To impact our world, impact our friends, impact the lives of those around us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.